Hello and welcome to Separate Bathrooms. Welcome to Separate Bathrooms. This is a podcast about relationships and love. You're listening to the voice of my wife. That's Ali Datto. <laughs> Your Cam Datto. That's right. That's right. I'm waiting for it. Got Gee, the cue. You left I, me hanging. I got the cue. Yeah. I finally made it. Today we are bringing you interesting things that our couples have said about intimacy. Or intimacy. What if you're from New Zealand? Yeah, that remember that lady on maths? Oh, yeah, she that's said, How's right. How's the intimacy going? That's right. <laughs> we've we've had some beautiful, beautiful moments with our couples. You know, you know what I often find is one of the most intimate moments is when we do our um, quick shower, our two minute shower at the end, mm. and we say to our couples, describe your partner in one word, there's this intake of breath often and this moment where they just kind of look at each other and then say the word. And it's so intimate and it's so beautiful. I love that moment. It always gets me every time. Yeah. It's often surprising, isn't it too? Yeah. I think it's surprising to the partner listening to it as well. And yeah, it's just a bit of magic that I love. It's it's probably a good thing that our guests don't, don't listen to the podcast before because they always seem to be surprised about the, yeah, the two-minute shower. It's like news to them. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like they haven't thought about it yet. Yeah, so, no, it's, know, which is often the best way, I feel like, to so it's fresh in their mind. Yeah. But. but it sneaks up too because I think our chats go, you know, well, they go for half an hour or so and they probably forget that even if they knew it was coming, they, they forget it. Let's, uh, let's have a listen to... Uh, to some intimacy. Some great stuff there from Jen Hansen and neighbours Alan Fletcher um, in yeah. there as well. So, yeah, um, talking about their date nights. Yeah. Yeah. This moment was just so, so beautiful. Here's Justin and Kylie Coulson. Give us some tips about how do you, how do you keep the flame alive? How do you keep the intimacy going? What have you guys been able to do that you know you you talk about you're still crazy madly in love with each other which is just delightful so give us some tips out there you know the thing that stands out to me the most when you ask me that question is every day Justin and I make an intentional decision to choose each other Mm. and and we've heard you guys mention that so yeah yeah, we, we know that that's a big thing for you as well. And we've been super intentional about that. And as such, even though each of us, for totally different reasons, live very busy and full lives, we make a point of making time for each other. Like that is a really intentional part of our journey. I'm really intentional about with Kylie and I'm giving myself a pat on the back here. Please forgive me for, for this, but I, I really want to share it because it highlights, I, I think, a, a theme that's run through some of our, our conversation is every single day I'll look at Kylie and I'll, I, I will literally say that the words, you have my heart. Hmm. And that's an everyday thing because what I want to do is reaffirm to Kylie and to myself, like you, you do that tomorrow for the first time and it doesn't really change much. And you do it for a week and it doesn't really change much. But the compound effect of doing that every single day, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out for 20 years or 30 years, Kylie has my heart. Mm. And 
And when you feel that way about somebody, you want to share everything with them. We, we've got a couple of fun rules, like um, when we walk past each other in, the, in, in any context, we must touch. So even if it's a squeeze of the elbow or a, a stroke across the shoulder or a, a quick kiss or a squeeze of the bum or something like that, <laughs> um, we, we, we just, we've made a commitment to touch. And the reason for that is to acknowledge, hey, I see you. Mm. You're you're a person. I know I'm in a hurry to get to the office. I know I'm rushing out the door to run the kids here or there. But or I'm on a phone call or <laughs> like all that stuff. It doesn't it doesn't take any effort mm. to just, you know, acknowledge one another, even if you don't have time to be with each other. I love what you're saying, and I think it's really important, especially as relationships grow longer. This is a great clip from these two, Josh Peterman and Charlotte Black. I remember like three months into our relationship, we, we went to this better sex workshop. And um, after three friends. months? But to give you context. No, no, hold, hold up. And, 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 context, and, and, and friends were like going, hold up. She's what like almost 10 years younger than you. She's super hot. What do you do to Three months in? Context. I will give context. But Surely you're still discovering each was, other after three months. It was, it was all about sex not being something that's that's superficial. That's not being something that's that's purely around pleasure. It's a it's it's communication. It's about commu- communication mm. and a deeper sense of communication. What does someone want? What does someone need? What's someone withholding? You know, um, someone said to me that, that that sex can be such a a vase for anything in a relationship, whether it's um, whether it's love and empathy or whether it's pain and hatred and and resentment, it can be, you know, you can use it for anything. So, you know, it, it really taught us some really strong, um, I guess, not rules, but but um, ways to, to deal with um, with communication in, that, that's challenging and how to approach it and how to sit in that uncomfortable stuff. And, and in fact, none of the workshop was about sex at all until the last maybe three minutes. It was three to four hours about communication and, and ways to better communicate with your partner. Oh, and it's beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> You're still not doing the context. Okay, give the right context. So the context was that my flatmate that I was living with before Josh and I moved in together, his friend gifted her a ticket and she couldn't go with her partner, so she gave them to us and we didn't do any research on what it was. We were like, great, free ticket, let's go. Sounds fun. And yeah, but there was like, that, that's... that. You know, we've been using that stuff for the best part of three years. Oh, it's been three, amazing. It's been, it's been amazing. So I don't, I don't believe in coincidence in this. It's oh, like, absolutely not. Yeah. But before we went, we went in and everyone had like a name badge on. We were sitting in a circle around this table with people yeah, of all yeah, yeah. ages. And I said to Josh, are we in the right place? Like, are you sure yeah. this is what we want to do? And it was absolutely amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And yeah. Yeah, like Josh said, to this date, you know, if one of us, for example, say one of us has upset each other or let each other down and it's so easy to keep things inside and to hold resentment, but resentment obviously builds and builds and builds and does cause big relationship issues. So what we do is we'll say, I'll be like, Josh, what are you withholding? And he'll say, I'm withholding that earlier today, X, Y, and Z. And I'll just say, thank you for telling me. And then I'll ask, what are you withholding? And he'll keep telling me and I'll just say thank you instead of responding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we take turns doing that so that we're heard instead of like being reactive to yeah. when either are upset or pissed off because it's so easy to react and say, no, I didn't. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I didn't mean to do that. But it's I think we've really found like clarity and really hearing each other and 
when we feel heard, we feel so much more connected. Mm. Yeah, I guess it's like it's 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 not a necessarily a solution based or fix fix it based mm. idea, you know, yeah. philosophy. Because you know, I think we're well aware that we can guide and share and help, but we can't fix each other. Um, <laughs> but uh, just to like open the valve and let something out and be heard is sometimes all we we actually really need. Yeah, and it's a very simple thing to do. You know, it's but really as a man, simple. I think I struggle with that the most. Like, our, like my tendency is always, how do I help? How do I fix? How do I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like breaking a lot of um, old patterns, which has been really helpful. Ah, so many beautiful couples sharing their intimate moments. Here's Jen Hansen and Alan Fletcher. How do you work the work balance between the two of you? Because, Jen, your hours are quite early morning, right? They are. I get up at 10 to 4. So it's changed since, you know, the news reading days. It's a very different start Mm. to the day, but it's good in that I get more time later in the day. We just, I think Fletch is is great with taking on more of the household stuff when I'm really busy. And then if he's busy, you know, I'll I'll take over. So, you know, we're pretty good at balancing all that. Yeah, we had to make some adjustments, of course, because, you know, it's the... The biggest thing probably is the fact that when Jen's working, the, her work days, I sleep upstairs in in yeah, that's a big change. in the spare room because <laughs> you know she's got to get up, she's got to go to bed at kind of nine thirty at the latest yeah. and get up get up at four. And uh, that is, they are not my hours. No, yeah. and I wouldn't want him waking me up when he comes to bed and yep. he wouldn't want me waking him up when I get up. So yeah. so that has changed. And I think, I remember when we were first married and we stayed with a couple who slept in separate bedrooms and I thought that was just terrible and so unromantic <laughs> and mm-hmm. I thought I'd never, ever do that. <laughs> and now I love it. <laughs> only only during the week. It's, it's interesting. The one thing I reckon it's done for Jen and I is that it changes the... You know the the dynamic of of you know getting a little personal of intimacy. Mm. So we actually, I, I think it's actually helped us because we schedule our day so that we can actually say, um, you know, this is going to be our time. You know, we can actually make time for each other during the day because mm-hmm. Jen's got the afternoon off. I'm often free. Uh, we have a date night once a week, which yeah. is really important to oh, us. Well, we were guys. lucky even in lockdown, uh, which, you know, was very tough for a lot of people in Melbourne because it went on for so long. But we yeah. always had one night where we say to the kids, right, we need the lounge room area and the TV area and this is our space for date night. And we made sort of the thing that you had to dress up or there'd be a bit of a theme, whether it was a country music night or something to try and keep it interesting. And that yeah. was actually a lot of fun. And when Melbourne came out of lockdown, Fletcher's like, can't we just have a home date? And I'm like, no, I want to go out. <laughs> Going out such a pain. <laughs> he loves his home date. Oh, I do. I <laughs> how, do. Long, how long have you guys, were you guys been doing that for? Is that something you've always had in your relationship? I think it's more in the last two years we've made sure we've had a regular date once a week. Mm. Mm. Why is that? Could you feel fantastic. it getting a bit, mm. a bit too busy and losing yeah. touch? And yep. and we and we also just realised we also love our time together. And 
Melbourne has so many fantastic restaurants mm. and things to do. So if you make an effort to try something new or go somewhere different, and it doesn't have to be an expensive restaurant, it can be as long, the, the sort of minimum rule is at least if you go somewhere that's a venue where you're doing something for at least two hours together. That's yeah, sort of like and, and something that we that can count, talk as yeah, well. Yeah, so that counts as a date yeah. night. So going to a movie is not so so much a date night because yes. you're not talking. So you Alice have feels, the communication. Alice has got the same thing. Oh, we'll go to a movie. She goes, no, because then we're sitting in the dark facing the screen and we're not, not talking. We're not, not talking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun to go to the movies. I yeah. love the movies. Don't get me wrong. Mm. We're going to one tonight, but that doesn't classify as date night. Ellie, yeah. yeah. do, do you play golf, Ellie? Oh. <laughs> Did Cameron so pay you, you to that ask that up. question? Well, I mean, what a wonderful time to spend with your hubby. <laughs> just 18 holes, trundling yeah, around. My shoulder. You can like, get a cart together. Just know. think of it. You talk all the time. I cannot convince Jen to pick up a club. Well, I've tried and I got a sore shoulder because every time I went to hit the ball, I'd hit the grass yeah. instead of the balls. Well, yeah. that's what I was doing too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my fingers went numb one time because I just took that bigger <laughs> divot out of it that it sends yeah. shockwaves up through my arms. I was See, like, this you game. understand. Exactly. <laughs> Things written numb because she smacked me over the back of the head to <laughs> keep giving her advice she didn't want. Uh, um, well, she had a good idea. He said he might get me a really hot golfing instructor. <laughs> okay. There was so much good stuff in this chat from Carmela and Adrian Galasso. Here they are talking about intimacy. Is it difficult for the both of you because you have, you know, very full-on jobs and you, you work very hard, the both of you, to find that family work time balance? Oh, no. I don't think so. No? no. Oh, no. good. How do you do it then? I think it's simple. For me, it's a simple thing like during the week, make sure that I'm home before dinner and we have dinner. To, we've always had dinner together. Yeah. As silly as and as fundamental as that sounds, we try to have breakfast together in the morning and weekends are as much as possible handed over to the family. I mean, if it's Benjamin's sport or Benjamin's interests or... Carmela's got something on, we try to do it as a family. I think you've got to make a conscious decision for it, yeah. about it, yeah. and make it happen. Mm. Uh, it's just about time allocation at the end of the day, really. I mean, yeah. it's no different to running a professional diary. You're just putting different entries in. And, mm. and you know, to use the cliche, you're just prioritising what actually matters. Yeah. And for us, we, because we did have him so late, we were very conscious that we were going to make sure that he became our number one priority mm. on weekends, that we would spend quality time with him rather than quantity. And that for us is really important. He He's blessed. He's got two parents, one child. He gets all of our attention, mm. but we make it work. And look, maybe it's because we're a bit more senior that we can make those calls now. Yeah, it's much easier for me at my age now than had we had a child. I mean, you know, the, the discussion's gone, now gone full circle. Had we had a child 12 years earlier or 15 years earlier than we did, it would have been more difficult because my seniority would have meant that I didn't have as much control over my time then as I, as I do now. Yeah. So it's easier. I've always been an advocate of, and I say this to people, pay for what you can. Don't get hung up on the cleaning of the house. If you can afford to have someone clean the house or do the ironing, do that because it means that you then put that time back into either your own personal well-being or your family well-being. And that doesn't mean you have to get everything done, but whatever you can, make sure that you've got that there. And so that were the, the we've made compromises to make sure that that's there in our life so that we can spend time with, with us as a family. Such a classic moment. Here is Sarah McGilvray and her husband, James. I have a quote here. Apparently it's from one of you two. 
I'm just going to read this out. I'm not sure, but it says here, kids in high chairs in front no. of firemen's. <laughs> That's me. Gives you 11 minutes uninterrupted. So is that the key to keeping your relationship going? You turn on Bluey and run for the bedroom. Do you know, this started um, when they obviously. <laughs> so, so when the kids were both, like Thomas was old enough to sort of sit in a high chair, obviously, and, and William is a very big kid but could still fit in a high chair. Um, it was one day they were both in their chairs, they're both in front of the TV. I just locked the back door and I thought, you know what, there's 11 minutes here where <laughs> we can do anything we like and they can't move, everybody's safe, doors are locked, yep. like this is all good. And, and since then it's been a real learning curve of, of <laughs> you know, what TV show holds their yes, interest because yes. now they don't fit in high chairs. So it's sort of, um, yeah, what can you get your children to do safely, unwatched, for a period of time, the, and let's be fair, you make the moments matter, and they don't have to be a lot of them. So the, the other question is, if that's a quote you're known for, where, where else have you been talking about this? It's sort of become this thing. The boys said on air the other day, "Oh, say, you know the Farm and Sam rule," and I thought, "Oh, I didn't really make that official, but yeah, yeah, I guess." Yeah. I think you guys, you need to make a list of like the top ten um, kids shows that help with intimacy. Yeah, hundred percent. But no, it's nothing to do with costumes or accents or anything like right. that. Though all are invited and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't that just the sweetest? Yeah, it was. I get some great tips out of that again. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good, good refresher, good reminder. Always. Yeah. Always. We will be back soon with a brand new season of Separate Bathrooms. Yeah, we've got some interesting things planned for 2022. Yeah. So hope you can hang with us and may you continue to enjoy summer. At least the water's warm. <laughs> nice getting in the salty warm water. It is. It is. Thanks again so much for listening and we'll catch you soon. Yeah. Till next time. Bye.